0: Welcome to MuggleCast, your weekly ride into the life and lies of Albus Dumbledore. I'm Andrew, your Seeker Keeper.
1: I'm Eric, your Golden Snitch. I'm Micah, your Beater. Okay.
2: I I feel compelled to come up with something now. I guess I'll just lean on, I'm Laura, your voice of reason.
0: <laughs> Good job, team. <laughs> so this is a special episode of MuggleCast. We were intending on doing a discussion about Hermione for episode 532, but then we actually got some news about Fantastic Beasts 3. Wow, what a surprise! It was a very pleasant surprise. It, the fandom woke up. Way to pivot, team.
2: I just gotta say that.
0: Way to pivot. Way to well, pivot. Well, poor Laura put together the whole discussion on Hermione last night, and then, you know, she wakes up and hears some news, and Andrew's like, we're delaying the discussion. <laughs> it's time to talk about Fantastic Beasts 3.
1: And Laura's like, oh, thank God, because I didn't actually plan the discussion yet. It has (laughs) truly been ages since we heard anything about this film other than filming delays.
0: I know. I know. It's nice. It's it's refreshing. So before we talk about the title and the release date, some very good news there. Just want to make everybody aware we've actually got a special situation going on tonight. We were actually planning on hanging out on Zoom with our Slug Club level patrons tonight. But since we're now recording this episode instead, we thought we'd give them an opportunity to chime in on air as we are recording. So we may bring on some Slug Club patrons when they raise their hand and they feel like they have something to add to the discussion. So that'll be a fun little twist. It's like we're doing a clubhouse. Do you all remember Clubhouse? Was it was yeah. hard for a minute. Definitely just a minute because nobody <laughs> uses it really anymore. But anyway, so here we go. Fantastic Beasts 3. The Secrets of Dumbledore. That's the title. Wow. Let's just start there. Initial thoughts. Wait, I got to get my initial thought in. I told you all it wouldn't have <laughs> Dumbledore. I told you. I told you. I hopped on Instagram this morning. I said, I told you all it was going to have Dumbledore in it. And Laura, I listened back to this episode that we did, episode 442. That one was after we found out that Fantastic Beasts 3 was... Going to be co-written by Steve Kloves, and we also found out that it was going to have more Hogwarts and more Dumbledore. Laura, you also suggested a title. What was that title back then?
2: Uh, the title was "The Lies of Dumbledore," which
0: is very, very good. good. Do
2: you do you think it's better than "The Secrets of Dumbledore"? What, if if you had to rank yes. them,
0: <laughs> honestly, yes, "The Lies of Dumbledore." Is way more intriguing to me. It's a little edgy too, mm. and
3: yeah. Mm. And plus, they've used secrets before.
1: Oh, Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, Chamber of Secrets. What if that's part of the plot here? We know no. eventually we're going to get young Tom Riddle at Hogwarts in the forties. Oh,
3: Maybe I see what mm. you're doing there.
1: No, well, the lies of it. Dumbledore is way too close to the life and lies of Albus Dumbledore. Rita Skeeter's book title for my taste as a movie. And she title. would sue. Yeah. Rita would totally sue
0: over that. She if, would if they tried to steal that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. My reaction to the secrets of Dumbledore. It is exciting to see Dumbledore in the title especially because it's a prediction I've been harping on for a really long time. Yeah, and we all owe you money and you're really
1: happy about all that money. Yeah,
0: I'm going on a cruise after this with all my winnings. (laughs) But it is, so while it is exciting to see Dumbledore in the title because it's a beloved Harry Potter character, it is still kind of a bland title. And the reason that I was high on this idea that they were going to include Dumbledore in the title is because they would just do it as a marketing stunt. Does anybody see it other than that?
3: No, uh, I would agree with you. 100% 100% that the title is very bland. There's nothing that really catches me and nothing that draws me in. and and Maybe part of it too is that when we're looking at the Harry Potter series, the titles were written by J.K. Rowling. Now, assuming she had some input here, but just knowing everything that's happened over the course of the last couple of years, what happened with Crimes of Grindelwald and the storyline and bringing in Steve Clovis, and knowing probably how much Warner Brothers wants to be involved here from a marketing standpoint. To your point, Andrew, that's what I think they went for here. They went for name recognition. And other than that, eh, it doesn't really excite me that much.
1: Is it yeah. because you're very familiar, Micah, with the concept of Dumbledore keeping secrets? That's literally the man's like whole M.O.? <laughs> I mean, isn't Dumbledore's secret kind of out there already, though?
2: That's my thing. I'm like, what are we <laughs> <Right>. going to learn? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I will, there's one thing I will say, and we can talk a little bit more in depth about this. But I think this is kind of um, a blanket title um, or a title that could have more than one meaning. Um, Or refer to more than one Dumbledore.
0: Well, I mean, first of all, secrets is plural in this title. So that implies we'll learn a lot about Dumbledore. If it were just one secret, that actually, that would have been a pretty interesting title. Because it's like, a secret? Just one secret about Dumbledore? What is the secret? If they're highlighting just Mm. one.
1: Isn't it like mindfulness and meditation and... That's how Dumbledore stays active at at 150 years old.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, I feel like the big secret is going to be his love for Grindelwald. We know we're heading there at some point. Maybe this movie is going to be the one where we get that whole story. We definitely got hints of it in Crimes of Grindelwald. Then, of course, with that, we'll also learn about Ariana. I assume the secrets of Dumbledore could also mean you know, the secrets of the Dumbledore family. So we'll learn about Mm. Aurelius Dumbledore.
1: What's going on with Credence? That was interesting to me, the idea that it could be more than one Dumbledore. I think somebody on Twitter, Laura the Kiwi said, yeah, what if they're referring to Aurelius Dumbledore? In which case, you know, it kind of makes sense. They would really dive into that, considering that was the huge gotcha line at the end of Crimes of Grindelwald. Right. To not explain that would actually be a huge issue. Uh, For me, at least. I feel like
2: we all agreed that we feel like the next movie either has to pick up right at that moment or very soon after, right? There has to be some sort of, it doesn't even have to be a resolution. It's just, it's quite a cliffhanger to leave the franchise on. So they can't, you know, wait to say anything about it or not say anything about it, right? So I think that's true. Yeah. But... I don't know. I, I'm of two minds on this. I think that it, it could be a blanket title to capture maybe some other items that aren't necessarily related to Albus. Um, but it's also a marketing thing.
1: Yeah.
0: At the end of the day, I can't get too hyped about this title as much as it excites me to see Dumbledore in it because I know that is what they're thinking. But I'll also present an idea that Laura and my mutual friend John texted me earlier today. The fact that they are including Dumbledore in the title might imply that they're feeling really good about this third movie in terms of the quality, because if this movie were to be a pile of junk, that would tarnish Dumbledore's name. They don't want to do that. Mm. So maybe this is
1: a sign that this actually is a good movie
2: maybe or at least they're sidelines all the
1: fantastic beast casts you know we're not we're not seeing (laughs) Scamander in the title or anything it's it's literally that's the big thing that i kind of first thought about that um but then the other thing is that could it be as 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 really like vaguely defined these secrets are we gonna actually figure out what the secrets of dumbledore are or is this gonna be like the crimes of grindelwald what were the crimes of grindelwald that's another reason i'm like they've kind of lost their authority when it comes to titling
0: these movies because that wasn't a good title for movie two what
1: were the crimes of grindelwald (laughs) he break into a crypt and hold a a meeting well he did kill a
2: baby so that, you know, that was he
1: did big kill one. a baby, but that was like in the middle of the movie blink and you'll miss it. It's like, right. That's what not was a key plot. Point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is interesting. They're keeping the same naming structure as Grindelwald, the crimes of Grindelwald, the secrets of Dumbledore. It makes you wonder. I mean, now they're two movies in with this structure. Are they going to do it for the next two? I think that would be pretty actually exciting if they stuck with that. Uh, I feel like it's <laughs> such a
2: clunky naming norm to establish like crimes of Grindelwald. Like it it did kind of at least roll off the tongue, like, because you hear that kind of speak in the legal realm, right? Like the crimes of X, Y, and Z person, but the secrets of feels a little less natural. And it makes me worried if they're to adopt this cadence for <laughs> future movies about the titles continuing to sound very clunky.
3: Yeah. It's just the bread of Jacob. That is actually, that's an Oscar winner right there. But I, just I don't think, think it has anything to do with magic. The title lacks creativity in my mind. It does. It does. There's just no kind of wow factor to it. And part of me wonders now too, you've used Grindelwald in the second title. You used Dumbledore in the third what do you do after this? Right. What are you going to hang your hat on? Are you going to try and throw Hogwarts in there? <laughs> no.
2: The Chamber of Hogwarts.
0: The Chamber of <laughs> Hogwarts. Micah, back on episode 442, when we were making these title predictions, you actually had a really great one, too. The Rise of the Phoenix. So maybe that could be yeah. a title for four or five. Because also, remember, we know... We're getting the Order of the Phoenix, maybe in this one, because Je- Jessica Williams' character, right? She's the Ilvermorny professor. She was in that right. Order of the Phoenix book. So they could work Phoenix in it at some point. So
1: <laughs> I, I like that idea. So Maybe
0: each movie henceforth will have a word from one of the Harry Potter books. So secrets in this oh. one, Phoenix <laughs> in another one, blood, blood. They would use blood, blood. No, oh. Or would they? No, maybe not because they want kids to show up.
2: No, blood of dragons. <laughs> We still got to find out the 12 uses of dragon. Oh yeah, Dumbledore's got to
1: discover all those uses. Yeah, yeah. Well, keeping with the the idea of this naming scheme of secrets of Dumbledore, crimes of Grindelwald, Nikki on Twitter said, I feel like crimes of Grindelwald was very much the Deathly Hallows Part 1 to secrets of Dumbledore's Deathly Hallows Part 2, uh, which I thought was an interesting uh, kind of idea. That is
0: clever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And we've we've speculated before whether there will be future films. We know they're taking a, an even longer break between Fantastic Beasts 3 and 4's production. So if they really are looking at this as being maybe a potential end to the trilogy, then it makes sense that they would kind of style it much the same.
0: Yeah. You know what's something else I noticed and I threw up a visual on our Twitter earlier today, and I'm going to share my screen right now. So you guys can see exactly what I'm looking at. So I noticed that.
1: Uh, yes,
0: it's very interesting. These title cards, if you look at all eight Harry Potter title cards for the movies, you see that Harry Potter is in huge fonts. And then the subtitle chamber of secrets, prisoner of Azkaban, et cetera, are pretty small compared to Harry Potter. For the Fantastic Beasts titles, at least these latest two, it's flipped. Fantastic Beasts is a 10 point font. The Secrets of Dumbledore is the 100 point font. And I'm not a graphic design nerd, so I can't really speak to this more than that. But I find it very interesting that Fantastic Beasts has been squeezed into the upper left corner, just like it was for Crimes of Grindelwald. And now they're really they're leaning into the Secrets of Dumbledore, just like they did the Crimes of Grindelwald.
1: Andrew, I think that this tweet that you did deserves this year's Pulitzer Prize in journalism. Thank you. Um, Thank you very much. It really just showcases how, like, sidelined, literally, like, sideline squeeze that the beasts are going to be into an otherwise non-beast-related plot. Why is this the Fantastic Beast film franchise? Why? we've This is all about Dumbledore, all about Grindelwald. Like, how much screen time are the core four going to even have in this movie?
0: Eric, man, it's about the beast within all of
1: us. Mm. And oh, I think that
2: it just shows perhaps a lack of confidence in the franchise's ability to stand on its own, be flashy on its own. Whereas yeah. with Harry Potter, you know, you, you could have almost not included the secondary title card with any of those movies and they still would have
3: sold. Right. Now, one question that I had the D in Dumbledore. Was that the elder wand inside of it?
0: Oh. oh. Oh, that's a good observation. Yes, I that definitely looks like a wand going down the left side of the D. <laughs> Mike, good job. It was inevitable. Mike is very good at looking closely at You know what? I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> if anybody has anything they want to add, feel free to raise your hands. Danielle, hi.
4: Hi. Hey, Howdy. how's it going?
0: Where are where are you?
4: I'm in Maryland.
0: Well, thanks for listening and thanks for your support.
4: Of course. Um, So the only thing that was really like pressing on my mind when I saw the title was that one of these secrets better be about the blood pact. Um, Right. Because, I mean, if they don't like explain that, I'm just going to be a little mad and... (laughs) confused because i mean like that's the big cliffhanger other than the whole credence has another name thing right what what is it what's it gonna mean <laughs> so if that i hope that's one of the secrets but the the a second thought i had was dumbledore's really good at keeping secrets um i mean look at everything he kept from harry for so long um that most of us would be chomping at the bit to tell harry um so he's really good at that and you know, he kept the secret of the blood pact. We never heard about that, right? During the original seven books. Um, right. So I just think he's really good at keeping his secrets. So I'm really interested to see if they really do tell us any secrets in the movie. <laughs> 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 what they will be, because like you said, the crimes of Grindelwald ended up being what? One crime, maybe?
1: <laughs> right. Get me, well, yeah, two or three. <laughs> I think it's weird to think that because secrets of, of Dumbledore are ones that he generally wishes did not come out. So this movie could really take almost like a darker turn. Um, I feel like the audience has been like their appetite has been wet to like really figure out what lies Dumbledore tells, you know, which could be secrets, but maybe because Jude law was such a strong part of what I, I felt at least crimes of Grindelwald I feel like that he could, he could portray a Dumbledore that is slowly losing control of keeping some secrets, especially from Newt, who in movie two kind of really takes him to task for some of it.
0: Yeah. And we, of course, also know that Dum- when Dumbledore does come clean, he doesn't come clean fully. So maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll be seeing some of that in this movie, I think. He might reveal a little bit, but he's not going to go all the way. He'll go all the way by movie four or five.
1: Right. And and that's what I hope that they don't do to Danielle's point about the blood pack, because it it did come up in at the end of movie two, he, Newt hands it to Dumbledore. I hope it's not like, oh, we'll never see or see that until the end of the next film. Um, I don't want them to dangle the carrot too far. They should kind of follow through with what was promised, especially if, you know, this is the last film, which we don't know yet, but
0: right. Ugh. Yeah. All right, Danielle. Well, thanks for coming on.
1: We appreciate it.
4: Thanks. Thanks for doing this.
0: (laughs) Have a good night.
3: Let's also not forget that um, Grindelwald killed Antonio in the opening escape scene. That little chupacabra.
0: Another crime. They're piling up by the second.
3: He, he does not differentiate between beast and human.
2: Oh, man. Muggle Cast is oh, on that's the case. Right. <laughs> Muggle Cast, true crime.
0: <laughs> Laura's taking the lead on that. She loves true crime. I do. A couple people who are listening live are pointing out that, of course, with the Cursed Child play, they were high on this whole keep the secrets hashtag. Remember that? And mm. now we have a use for those buttons again. At least I do. I have a couple of the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> i'll wear those to the oh wait a second didn't they make buttons for crimes of grindelwald 2? they did yeah i think eric i think at our screening they did i think yeah we got some at the end of the imax oh they love asking people to keep the secrets man okay we have another listener who wants to add something to the convo hey natalie hi guys hope you're all right yeah we're hi. good sounds like you're down in all australia or new zealand i'm actually british <laughs> you're british oh, i'm yeah. sorry i got the accent Andrew. wrong <laughs> i'm walking out of here now my bad
4: <laughs> no that's fine it's uh, 1 a.m here so i'm just tuning in quickly before i go to bed
0: well thanks for tuning in and staying up late we appreciate it
4: i just have a question about obviously the dumbledore with a bit about dumbledore do you reckon it's because jude law might attract a bigger crowd if, if he's g- given more screen time because obviously jude law is a really good actor and he's liked by many people yeah I just think maybe, I don't know if that's the sceptical, British person in me because of all the consciousness that comes around other characters in the franchise, but do you think because Jude is such a good actor that maybe they're just going to give more airtime to kind of like, I don't know, make it a bit more, more successful?
0: I definitely think so. We heard a couple years ago they were. So remember, and we'll talk about this more in a moment, but Steve Clovis got more involved with Fantastic Beasts 3 after Crimes of Grindelwald came out and there was a report in Variety that said they were they were leaning in more on Dumbledore and Hogwarts. And it's probably partly because Jude Law was well received, to your point. But I also think it's because they know that's an attractive idea. Well, he's attractive, but also the idea of Dumbledore being in this franchise is very attractive to people because they miss him from the Harry Potter days.
2: Well, and I think in a lot of ways, Dumbledore can be synonymous with Hogwarts, right? People assume they're hearing Dumbledore and that means, oh, I'm probably going to see a lot of Hogwarts.
1: Mm. Right. Man, I miss the traveling days of Dumbledore when he's like going around and he's been kicked out of Hogwarts by the ministry and he's just out in the wild. I would really love to see field service Dumbledore.
0: I'm Definitely. I'm really
4: excited to go and see it at the
0: cinema. Awesome, yeah. And we'll talk about when we are going to be able to see it in a couple minutes. All right, Natalie, thanks for coming on. Go to bed now. It's late over there.
2: <laughs> Thank you. See you later. <laughs> thanks, All Natalie. Right. Bye. Bye. I
3: think it's such a great point though too because we didn't get a lot of Dumbledore in the last film very minimal Mm. so to Natalie's point to feature him more in this one just makes sense
0: I saw one report I don't know how seriously we should take it I think it was from one of the big Hollywood trades like Hollywood reporter variety that they're splitting the screen time up in thirds so it's going to be Dumbledore gets a third Grindelwald gets a third Newt gets a
3: third I wonder, though, too, I know we were talking about Jude Law, but with Dumbledore, I feel like a lot of the story
1: around that character could actually be flashbacks.
2: Yeah, definitely. maybe.
1: Yeah. I'd like to see, actually, if Dumbledore gets a third of this film's screen time, I do want maybe even as much as half of that to be his younger self, uh, played by somebody else.
0: We have somebody else who wants to chime in. Melissa?
4: hi guys hi welcome where are you i'm i'm up in canada in ottawa
0: ah very nice
4: yeah so i just kind of have a crackpot theory i think (gasps) in my mind maybe it's a glass of wine i just drank who knows
1: (laughs) (laughs) always a possibility i think i
4: finally figured out how alchemy comes into play
0: oh hit us
4: fox is going to come to albus and the phoenix tears are going to be used to transform something in the blood pact that allows albus to break it
0: Okay. I like that. I like like it. You heard it
2: here first, folks.
0: Because a phoenix comes to
1: those in need. To a Dumbledore in need?
0: What did Grindelwald say? Something like that?
1: And phoenix tears are a cure for heartache. There we go. You
0: think that's what it's going to be? That breaks the blood pact?
1: Yeah, maybe. A cure for heartache. uh, Dumbledore's broken heart for Grindelwald turning evil. (laughs)
0: I need some of those tears then.
5: (laughs) Same.
1: (laughs) And this is why
0: Melissa's drinking wine tonight. (laughs) Exactly. Aw. Well, yeah, that's a a great idea. It's going to be, I imagine the focus of movie three because of the cliffhanger at the end of movie two, because of what we see Dumbledore and Newt say about the blood pact. A focus of movie three is going to be destroying the blood pact. And actually the synopsis that we're going to read in a moment might hint at that as well. All right, Melissa. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks
2: guys.
3: All right. Have a good night. Thank you. You
2: too. Bye.
3: And to the point of the, the first person that, that joined us, we better learn about how the blood pact was created in the first place. Right. right? Yeah. And so that's why I think so much of this film is going to be about Ariana. Ariana and what happened, and that would certainly tie into the secrets of Dumbledore. That's been a big mystery going all the way back to Deathly Hallows.
1: Yeah, it would really also tie more into the Obscurus, because if we find out more about Ariana, we could learn more about Credence.
0: All right, so we have more to talk about today, including the synopsis and the release date. But first, it's time to tell you about this week's sponsor, Me Undies. They actually just released five new prints to turn up the terror this Halloween, and you should summon them before it's too late. (laughs) Me Undies makes the softest undies imaginable, and they're available in all different types and tons of different patterns. This is one of those products you try and then you're wondering where this comfort has been all your life. Whether you're outrunning a killer or being abducted by aliens this Halloween, be comforted by the fact that your undies are sustainable and the softest in town. Me undies are made from natural fibers sourced from beechwood trees, making their micromodal fabric soft, breathable, and dangerously cozy. Get your spooky season up and haunting with those five new prints I mentioned. They're called iuie See you, My Boo tricks and treats, lazy bones and lazy pumpkin. That's me. I'm a lazy pumpkin. Available in undies, bralettes, socks and loungewear in sizes extra small through 4XL. There are a lot of options to consider, but make a decision quickly because there's somebody right behind you. ah! MeUndies has a great (laughs) offer for our listeners. For any first time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has a promise. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, you can return your order for a full refund within 45 days. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash MuggleCast. That's MeUndies.com slash MuggleCast. So also today, a fantastic piece, The Secrets of Dumbledore synopsis was released. Somebody want to read this?
3: Professor Albus Dumbledore knows the powerful dark wizard Gellert Grindelwald is moving to seize control of the wizarding world. Unable to stop him alone, he entrusts magizoologist Newt Scamander to lead an intrepid team of wizards, witches, and one brave muggle baker on a dangerous (laughs) mission where they encounter old and new beasts and clash with Grindelwald's growing legion of followers. But with the stakes so high... How long can Dumbledore remain on the sidelines?
0: This paints him as such a lazy person. Like dumb, like a lot of people might read this and be like, well, why is he on the sidelines? Get get in the game, Dumbledore.
1: It's even worse if you read the Harry Potter books because you know exactly how long Dumbledore can remain on the sidelines. It's like another 18 years yeah. because he doesn't actually defeat Grindelwald until 1945, according to the Witches and Wizards Garden book one. So yeah, does this move people? Is this exciting? Is this I don't think it reveals anything
0: new. I don't know if anybody even really looks at these types of things anymore, so I am
1: surprised that Brazil does not get a mention.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, who knows after the rewrites if we're even going to get Brazil? I guess
1: Well, well right, because that was kind of the the original promise of this series. What you know, right. there was that tweet that the author made about the five different languages um that you know correspond and she said something in portuguese and then everybody's like can we get brazil and then she had her uh cover photo on twitter rio de janeiro in the 1930s you know for a while like for for brazil not to show up at least in the synopsis even though we already knew about it seems like maybe they've gone really light
2: yeah or even any kind of setting yeah like we don't get any indication of where they are
0: yeah so HBO Max is filming this Harry Potter trivia show on Thursday, as in tomorrow, the day after we record, and Saturday. And I feel like they revealed this title now because they're going to be talking about this movie during the TV show because it's going to have a live studio audience. And if if they didn't reveal it, it was going to leak through the people who attend. So I wonder if this title being announced now means that a trailer is imminent. And the reason I bring this up here is because. If we are definitely going to Brazil in Fantastic Beasts 3, I think we're going to see it in the trailer. At least just a quick shot.
1: Yeah, and they've had seven months already to cut together a trailer. The filming of this film wrapped in February, and it's now September. So, you know, we, it's crazy to think, and I think you're right, Andrew, I think the only reason we got the title today is because they're going to talk more about it tomorrow. And if they do have a trailer, it's been a long time.
2: So give it to us. Well, and even if they do include Brazil, did we ever receive any confirmation of, you know, filming happening in Brazil? Did that happen? Or would it all be green
1: screen? I think it was just all it leaves then. Yeah. Ooh. I
0: mean, they're good at special effects. It might be pretty convincing. Like, did they actually film in Paris? Probably not.
1: Well, right. And nothing really looks like it did in the 1920s, you know, specifically. Right. I mean, They built the streets of New York at Leavesden.
3: That's true for the first film. Oh
2: yeah, that's a good point. Yeah.
3: So and just with everything that happened with the pandemic, I think that it's probably unlikely they did any kind of on-site filming in Rio, unless it was just like B roll shots. Mm
5: -hmm. Yeah.
0: So here's some good news. The secrets of Dumbledore, that's still so weird to say to me. It's going to take me a while to get used to that. Well,
1: abbreviated, Andrew, Sod. We'll just say Sod. Sod.
0: (laughs) So Sod is coming. Isn't that like a Superman villain?
1: Uh, That's Zod. Zod. Sod is what you put on the ground to help your (laughs) uh, grass come in.
0: So Dumbledore's lawn care routine is hitting (laughs) theaters... April 15th, 2022. This is some good news because Warner Brothers had previously slotted the movie for summer 2022. And of course, as we've discussed previously, they had delayed this movie a couple times. So now instead of pushing it back in time, they're moving it forward. So we get to see it three months earlier. That's tax day in the United States, by the way, April 15th. So oh. that can Woo-hoo. be your reward for filing your taxes.
2: Uh, you're like, taxation is theft. Let's go to the movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my, my annual tax return of $15 will go straight to right. a ticket and it be like nothing ever happened. What? what is the benefit of this, though?
0: I'm glad you asked, Micah. The summer movie season is very competitive, and I think by moving it out of the summer movie season they will have less competition to face. I actually looked at a 2022 movie release calendar and there's nothing around this date. The closest big movie that's coming out around then is the new Thor movie, Thor mm-hmm. Love and Thunder, which is probably going to be amazing, coming out in the first week of May. So they're going to be a, a good two weeks away from that. So by avoiding summer, they're avoiding a lot of competition.
1: That's, uh, that's, that's very smart. That makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. And I guess also another sign that they're feeling confident about this movie. They're like, okay, we're back on track. We'll have it done. Maybe it's completely done by now. I don't know. But they don't have to delay it anymore. I think we're all very relieved to hear that after the delays that we saw.
2: Seriously, especially considering we know that there is going to be another delay coming between this and movie four, presumably. Yeah. Um, Who was it who said that they did this to make up for delaying Half-Blood Prince?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did somebody say that in our Discord?
2: (laughs) I think somebody might have said it in the Discord.
0: (laughs) This is like the opposite of that. That's a great observation. Yeah. When they delayed Half-Blood Prince, some people might not remember this. It was like two or three months from hitting theaters in November 2008, I want to say. Two or three months before it was supposed to hit theaters, they pushed it to the following summer. And that was devastating news for Harry Potter fans. We were all so sad because the movie was so close to hitting theaters, and suddenly they pulled the rug out from underneath us.
2: Oh, I remember the fake trailer we made after that. Do you oh, remember? You oh, played
0: that? We played that a few right? months ago, I think. Yeah. yeah. So we got so once this trailer is out, we got to do like the opposite.
3: <laughs> well, look, this just means that. We're going to have to really uh, dig into those Fantastic Beasts character discussions, and we're going to have more episodes that are going to be coming out because we're going to be getting trailers and casting information and things that we haven't seen since 20-what? 17? <laughs> 17, yeah. 17
1: maybe? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, the movie came out in 2018. I'm just thinking about the build up to that. Here's something else that was interesting. So WB released a lot of information about the movie, the synopsis, the the release date, the title. And they also shared an updated credits sheet. And in the writer section, it says J.K. Rowling and Steve Kloves based upon a screenplay by J.K. Rowling. Now, somebody who I follow who works for fandom.com thought this was interesting. His name's Eric Goldman. He thought it was interesting that it says J.K. Rowling and Steve Clovis based upon a screenplay by J.K. Rowling. That is weird.
1: That's, that's a bit odd.
0: To me, what this means is, because remember, and again, we spoke about this on episode 442 back in November 2019, J.K. Rowling had written the screenplay for Fantastic Beasts 3. Then Crimes of Grindelwald comes out. It gets panned. After that, Warner Brothers announced that Steve Clovez was going to come on to help J.K. Rowling rewrite the movie. When I'm reading this, J.K. Rowling and Steve Clovez, based on a screenplay by J.K. Rowling, I take this to mean Steve Clovez looked at the original screenplay for Fantastic Beast 3 and said, We just have to start from scratch. We'll hit some of the key points that you have in your original screenplay, but we are starting over. File new document. Let's go. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. No more prophecies. No more family trees. A little bit more Harry Hermione shipping. We're gonna yeah. do this right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had plenty of time to do it. That's true. True. So quarantine baby. Well, if that's true, I'm like gonna be a, a Fantastic Beast Three script truther. I want the original to be published, <laughs> like net, like before, like release the original script version of this movie, please.
3: They probably burned it. Could we have gotten Steve (laughs) Clovis to write the synopsis though? I mean. (laughs) (laughs) And the title. (laughs) Yeah, that too. It's just, and to go back to it for a second, it's it just, it kind of sells you on Dumbledore, but then tells you the movie's not really going to be about him. It's all about this group's efforts to go and face Grindelwald on their own. And it's kind of like corny the way that they position it. You know, they say, oh, they don't just say Newt Scamander. They say Magizoologist Newt Scamander. And then they talk about the muggle baker. It's kind of (laughs) doofy.
1: Yeah. Well, even I looked up the word intrepid and even the definition of it says that it's used kind of jokingly. Jokingly. Yeah. 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 So Um, it's all a joke. Also, can we even call Jacob a baker? How many days has he actually spent in his shop since that thing opened three months ago?
0: Oh, come on. No, really, truth like, truther now too. Yeah,
1: well, that's just me.
3: <laughs> I just feel like they could have done a better job selling you on the secrets. Isn't that the whole point? Name of the movie? <laughs> like, there's nothing in there about secrets. Oh, that's or a good Brazil. point. Even yeah, no a mention. simple,
2: even a simple like, and conflict arises due to Dumbledore. Keeping some secrets from new, like something really basic like that to communicate that there would be this conflict between them because we know that's going to happen, right? It has
0: to. Yeah. Or to get secrets in, just end the synopsis with hashtag keep the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag curse child throwback. Uh, hashtag we're now one show instead of two. Come see us, Americans.
2: Yeah, or either or something like really like you could leave it on a real cliffhanger like Newt will ultimately have to decide which side of this war he wants to be on when he discovers Dumbledore's secrets or something like that. Right. Anything.
3: Or how the secrets of Dumbledore's past will ultimately influence the future of the wizarding world. See, that's so much better than that. Let us
0: write for this franchise.
3: Yeah, please. We'll be in the
0: marketing team.
3: I mean, if you're selling this movie on the title and the synopsis alone.
0: (laughs) But remember, I've brought this up a few times with The Crimes of Grindelwald. They had this tagline, whose side are you on? And it was just a really bad tagline because you didn't really know what Grindelwald stood for if you're an everyday Harry Potter fan. So I'm shuddering to think of the taglines they come up with for this movie. Like, you know, (laughs) what secrets will you keep?
1: (laughs) How long is your
0: beard? (laughs) <laughs> whose secret are you on <laughs> <laughs> whose secret are you in wow we all have secrets
2: i mean they could even pull like a, a snape good or evil type mm. uh you know competition like you know stumbledore dumbledore not dumbledore <laughs> yeah Lita, dead or alive you know
0: yeah. No. yeah we should answer try to answer all those we got I, I love our prediction episodes. We'll have to do a lot of predicting before be it comes out, lock in our predictions. So let's get in one of our listeners. Karen wants to add something. Hey, Karen.
5: Hey, how is everybody? Great. Good. How, how are, you? are you? I'm just peachy. I randomly I can't believe this announcement came today. I just Same. started re re listening to the audiobook for Deathly Hallows. And I just got to the part where Harry hears about the article that was written about Rita, right, with the book coming out about Life and Lies of Dumbledore. And Muriel does the big talk at the wedding. And I was thinking about maybe it's more about how Dumbledore spurred the greater good mindset for Grindelwald. And that, you know, maybe part of the secret is, oh, I kind of inspired the mojo that this bad guy has and you know when he sees Grindelwald like spiraling and going into the greater good and you know oh we have to dominate over other people maybe it's one of those times where it's like oh I shouldn't have you know spearheaded this but I didn't want to say something because I actually love this person I so it could be a lot of guilt with that because you know Rita takes a little kernel and takes it to a whole other level and it it, maybe if we're gonna do why is he still on the flat you know maybe it's tied into the blood pack maybe it's you know why are you on the sidelines for oh so long it could just be guilt
0: I think that's a good theory yeah he'll sit down and be like I'm kind of responsible for the situation that we're currently in and here's how we got here flashback
1: that would be really cool I would like the film to actually you know take some time to explain why it's bad what Grindelwald is doing. Yeah, that too.
5: Mm-hmm. And also to your point, Eric, um, if you're going to put Baker in the synopsis, some baking has to take place.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Come on, like have you, Lily Hicks, Anything. come on down and buy a Niffler bun with like from Jacob and then the movie starts.
5: Because I love that part in the first movie. I love seeing all of the stuff in the bakery. Yeah. Let the yeah, baker no, so bake. You know, stick with what's good.
1: Hashtag free the baker. Well, thank
0: you, Karen for contributing to the discussion today and thanks for your support
5: sure of course have a good night have a good weekend. take care bye
0: you know how in the first at the end of the first avengers movie all the avengers are at the shawarma place in new york they can have one of those scenes post-credit scene newt queenie tina jacob they're all at the bakery just eating some of jacob's niffler pastries
1: I love it. Maybe not Queenie cuz she's with Grindelwald, but uh Bunty. Well, by then it'll be resolved. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, by yeah, by then. The the other Bunty. thing about this is like time jump wise, what even like <laughs> She's not coming back. The Bunty is totally no. coming back. <laughs> uh she just is great. But the the whole time jump thing with the plot, like we eventually should be getting to 1945 if they're not going to do it in this film and they could. They could do like If it were stylized correctly with like, we know David Yates has done montages before, you could skip two, three years if you put the story in a good place in the middle of a movie. But it doesn't look, I doubt they're going to do that. And also then what does that mean for the time jump that has to happen at least between movies four and five, if not three and four?
3: Yeah,
0: I don't know. I can't wait to see how they do it, though, because that is critical.
1: Yeah, because so far it just takes place one right after the other, right after the other. Are we certain, though, that they have to put that showdown in
3: that exact time window? I mean, we've seen them mess with timing already (laughs) in some capacity.
0: Yeah. I guess they could just never really acknowledge how much time has passed. Yeah. No.
3: Well, I, I just say that because obviously all of us on here know that Dumbledore defeated Grindelwald in 1945. But does the average moviegoer know that? Could he just defeat him at some point during the course of
1: what would have been World War II in the Muggle world? Because they show the atomic bomb in Crimes of Grindelwald, I'm just like increasingly thinking they're going to really line up the timeline between when Dumbledore defeats Grindelwald and the end of the war. But I don't know how they're going to work that in um, international diplomacy and like what wizards had to do with the war is kind of an interesting thing to think about, but it has nothing to do with beasts.
0: So Eric, I understand that you've been spending the whole day wondering what the secrets of Dumbledore are. Yes. And you came up with some other ideas. One of our listeners earlier mentioned the crackpot theory. Was it Melissa with the wine? She had a crackpot wine theory. <laughs> and you have
1: some crackpot theories too. Yeah. So I there used to be a segment on MuggleCast called Crackpot Theories. And I figured we'd try and do a revamp version of it. But I've created a, a fact tree where one thing spins off the other. And the first one's a, a verified fact about something Harry Potter. And we're going to go in a completely different territory. So this is... Crimes of, uh, this is Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, Crackpot Theory Time, and we can each read one of these, uh, facts. Dumbledore is an old English word for bumblebee. One of the secrets of Dumbledore will be that he is actually a bee.
3: (gasps) This means that Dumbledore will be revealed in this movie to be a Transformer.
2: Dumbledore will drive Newt, Tina, Jacob, and the Niffler through the streets of Rio as they chase Queenie, Grindelwald, and Credence who can turn into a shadowy sports car.
0: Fantastic Beasts 4, Fantastic Automobiles, and Where to Fly Them will feature the Ford Anglia and be directed by Michael Bay. Boom. And the budget's gonna be a billion dollars. I mean, it was clever, Eric.
1: Give the people what they want. Thank you so much.
0: Uh, Also, I have to note that Eric spelled Credence C R E E D E N C E. No, don't do it. Don't change it.
1: I'm fixing it. That was a
0: great reference to the excellent band Creed.
1: With arms wide open. Was that them? Uh, It was actually a reference to, it was, Andrew, but it's also a reference to Creedence Clearwater Revival. Oh, Um, I do like them very much. Uh, But I just see Yeah, Bad Moon Rising. That would be a good kind of song to play when thinking
3: about this movie. Yeah, when they're driving down the streets of Rio.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Bad (laughs) Secrets Rising. More like... All right. Well,
0: that was our discussion on the title and the release date. More to come as details are revealed. So stay tuned to future episodes of MuggleCast, just in case anybody new is listening to hear some Harry Potter fans talk about the title and release date. We release new episodes every Tuesday as we approach the April release date of Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. We will talk more about it. Make sure you're following MuggleCast in your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And if anybody has any feedback about today's discussion, you can go to MuggleCast.com where you will find a contact form. You can also email or send a voice memo to MuggleCast.gmail.com. When I say voice memo, that means just use the voice memo app on your phone, record us a message, keep it about a minute, stay in like a quiet place, please, as you record it. And send that in to MuggleCast at gmail.com. We also have a phone number. The info disappeared from this talk. (laughs) Is
1: it (laughs) 121820Magic?
0: It's something like that. I thought it has Muggle in it. No?
1: Oh, that's me thinking of the old one. I
2: thought it was 19203Muggle.
0: That's right. That's 19203684453. I think that's it. We're using to the be number cold. when uh, Creed
1: was still hot. Creed I was going to say, I wonder if Clearwater he... Revival was still. Sorry, hot. guys, I'm stuck in the 19 you know hundred. Still, you're good. <laughs> what? Well, who owns one two one eight twenty Magic now? I don't know. I bet we'll Warner to... Brothers stole it from us. Oh yeah, maybe.
0: All right. Well, it's time for our little weekly trivia game quizich.
1: Last week's question. What form does Cho Chang's Patronus take? This is an effort to re-front and centerize Ravenclaws. The correct answer is a swan. And believe it or not, we got over 50 correct answers from people. I'm not going to read all of the names. But congratulations for getting the correct answer to everyone who participated, including Countess Zidi. Booba Tuber Puss, Bella Swan is a Beast, Dumbledore's Sock Knitter, Fluffy Flute King, Hufflepuff Tuesday Evening Pizza Cooking Class, Neville's Great Uncle Algie, The God Emperor of Toads, Newt the Fuzzy Niffler, Snape's Unopened Shampoo, The Band That Should Be Called the Potter Pickles, The Womping Willow's Giant Branch, Tuesday Adams, Wake Up Micah, The Matrix Matrix Has You, Caitlin the Gay Slytherin, uh, H-Dog Studios, and Hero with a Thousand Fandoms. I was in there. I won't tell you who I was, though. (laughs) Uh, Were you Wake Up Micah, The Matrix Has You? No. Okay. Pretty interesting. You guys seen the new Matrix trailer? It's really great. Okay, well, next week's question is kind of uh, a joke on the fact that Fantastic Beasts are getting sidelined in these titles. Who is the main character in the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them films? This is a wrong answers only quizzes question. Oh, So <laughs> submit the wrong answers. It's a popular meme uh, on Twitter. Wrong yeah. answers only. So tell us who's going to be front and center in the next couple of Fantastic Beasts movies.
0: Thank you to all of the patrons who have tuned in tonight and everybody who uh, supports us on Patreon. Also, I'm just looking in our Patreon discord and a couple people have title ideas inspired by Eric's I think it, was, it sounded like a poem to me. It was quite beautiful. Uh, oh. Lance Dance said, The Fast and Furious and Where to Find Them. Oh, Amanda said, Fantastic Beasts Ford Anglia Drift. <laughs> that's a reference to <laughs> that movie.
1: Uh, Micah, Anglia ever... Drift is either the best title for a Fantastic Beasts movie or like a beer. No, that's Anglia Draft. Yeah, right. What were you saying, Andrew?
3: You
0: had a title idea too, actually. Did I? Well, you said. Well,
1: I I took it
3: back because I I said um, when we were talking about uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival, I mentioned Bad Moon Rising, and I said in the Discord though I take it back for playing as they're driving down the streets of Rio because Bad Moon Rising is obviously the title of Lupin's biopic.
0: Perfect. Fair. I just gave that a 100 in the Discord. Thank you. If you would like to support us and you don't already, you can go to patreon.com slash mugglecast and check out all the benefits. We are offering a lot and we love doing the show every week and we love giving benefits back for your support. So again, that's patreon.com slash mugglecast. Okay. Well, that was a fun episode. Yeah. Good times. It's fun to talk about some news again, right?
3: Yeah. Trailer Tuesday.
0: Trailer Tuesday. Stay tuned. <laughs> No, here's maybe what'll happen: they'll show the people at the trivia taping the trailer, but then we have to wait until the trivia show actually hits HBO Max.
1: Oh, that seems—you really have your finger on the pulse of that. Sounds perfect. Exactly like what they'll do.
2: See, Andrew. Now I'm thinking this was a huge missed opportunity. You should have applied to be a contestant on the trivia show.
1: I could have been been a gotten spy. to see the trailer.
0: Yeah, could have been the mall. We know a couple of people who are going to the taping, so we'll ask them to the report back, and they can come on anonymously. We can, like, disguise their voice, and they can give us all the deets about the trailer. <laughs> they didn't go to Rio. There was no Rio in the trailer.
1: Okay, Anonymous,
0: thank you for the information. All right, everybody, thanks so much for listening. I'm Andrew, your secret keeper.
1: I'm Eric, your
3: golden snitch. I'm Micah, your chaser. I changed positions. <laughs> Between the start and the end of the episode.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Laura, your voice of reason. Bye, Bye, everyone.